Good evening and welcome to Speak As You're Moved. This is the Joshua Jernigan here with you live, unlike those other podcasts. We are a radio show coming live with my fellow co-host, Derek Roebuck. How y'all doing? Matt Collins. Hey, hey, how's it going? Buenos noches. <laughs> and Patrick Collins. Good evening, everyone. He made it. Looks like he made, he made it. it. How was the dinner? Yes, it was. It was. Patrick. It was good. Yes, yeah, good. You know, had a little baked spaghetti, so I'm, I'm carbo loaded. Yes, for sure. Um, we were worried that Patrick wasn't going to make it, but he did give us a little heads up that it was a potential conflict. But he is here, and we are a group of fathers, friends, and followers of Christ, hoping to bring you uplifting fellowship and real life conversation. That glorifies our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This week, our topic is a continuation on investment. Um, speaking of monies, um, how it affects your life, and, and, and really, we started on it with retirement um, and that that mindset. I'm going to take it a little bit further um, this week. I want to get I want to pick you guys' brains uh, a little bit, and um, but other than that. Um, Neither you nor us know where this is going, so let's get started and speak as you are moved. Um, Patrick, that you made it, can you lead us off with a word of prayer? Yes. Thank you. Heavenly Father, we thank you, dear God. Lord, we're grateful for you. We're grateful for what you've done for us, Lord, but we are especially thankful, God, that you look down on a lost and fallen world, dear Father, and sent your Son, Lord, to... Pay the debt that we could not pay, dear God, and uh, pave the way, Father, that we could not pave so that we might have access once again to an eternal home in heaven, Lord, through Jesus Christ, dear Father. We thank you, God, that you made it by faith, Lord, and not by works. We thank you, God, that it's not by social status or appearance or any other thing other than just faith, dear Father. We pray, God, that as we gathered together here in a sense, Lord, to just discuss what you have done in our lives, dear Father. We pray that through this, someone uh, listening over the airwaves would enter into a conversation with you themselves, dear God, and begin to pray and seek and either examine themselves or, or be encouraged, or if need be, Lord, the spirit of conviction would go out and lead them to repentance unto life, dear God. Lord, we want nothing more than to just glorify you in our lives. We want nothing more than to just be your servants, dear Father. Help us to see, help us to know, and understand better how we might accomplish that, dear God. And I pray that you would grow the love and the fellowship, Lord, between us as brothers here tonight, dear God, but also those that are listening, Lord, and just help us all to come come into fellowship with you. Father, we thank you, we trust you, in Jesus' name, amen. 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 I um for the icebreaker, I've got two icebreakers. <clears throat> just so y'all know. Um sure start it off. Yes, I because you know, it's colder, so sometimes you gotta break the ice twice. Um what was the last thing you were really excited about? And it can be pretty simple. Um, but just like it and I and I found myself as I get older, um I guess less intense things excite me. Does that make sense? You know, 
like you see those little memes or whatever, like, hmm, I want to treat myself. It's been a good week. And, you know, you're getting the uh, the Verner's ginger ale or something like that. You know, I mean, like, it's <laughs> ginger ale. What in the world? Are How you, you sick? know about that? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it was. Um, have, you, have you ever had Verner's ginger ale? Yeah, uh, I had in, in Detroit. It was a, it's a big Detroit. Drink. Oh man, um, it's good. It's like it's a, terrible. It's a, it's a <laughs> what? It's all right. Yeah, that's gross. Here in South Carolina, we have Blinums, and that will light you up, especially if you get the spicy ginger ale. But um, Verner's is like a like a kind of a. I consider it more of a, a sweet pop, if you would. <laughs> Some cold pop. <laughs> anyway, I mean, there's there's what I, what I'm saying is as you get older, and then maybe it's just me, but I find. There's some simpler things in life that I get excited about. Like, what's the last thing you just got excited about? You know, um, we were speaking with Derek uh, before the show, and uh, he was talking about duck hunting, you know? And I don't know. I mean, what, what's the last thing you got You got excited about? Is that the last time Cheesecake. you were excited? Cheesecake. No. <laughs> yeah. I don't More exciting than duck hunting. I see, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> probably, cheaper, probably cheaper, too. Yeah. Yeah, I get excited over food. No, I I get excited about hunting, but it's uh, I don't. That's not the last thing I got excited about because I was hunting and I already finished hunting and I was eating cheesecake. So that's been more recent. Again, yes, you had again. I had it for the po- I had it for post breakfast in the vlog. <laughs> yeah, okay. he, he wrote last night he was eating cheesecake while his eldest uh, his eldest offspring was bathing the younger ones, and he was saying this is the pinnacle of you know. The height mm-hmm. of success, or something like that, and so I was like, Weird. "Oh, he's talking about then eating cheesecake." No, you're talking about a different time eating cheesecake. Yeah, what's the name I of that place there? It's <laughs> Misha's Sinful Desserts. Oh goodness! Like Ooh, yeah, and it's it, it's good. With a name like you. that, though, I'm out. Name like that, I'm out. You know, <laughs> can't be encouraging it's, that. It's, uh, it's, for, it's for that reason I'm I'm out on this one. I need to um, be discouraged. In the yeah. cheesecake realm. The cheesecake. <laughs> Matt, what Matt, what'd you get excited about most recently? Um my parents getting off the COVID uh train. Yes, babysitters are back. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. God bless. Little things, man. It is. So I mean, I mean I mean the fact that they're okay. Yes. No, no that was health repercussions. Yeah, I mean that was really cool too. And I mean <laughs> But really, they were more excited probably, well, I'd say they were excited to see me and Anna, but more the grandkids because I hadn't seen them since like Thanksgiving-ish because my dad continued to test positive for like a month after no symptoms but or something like that, nonetheless. And then on that same little COVID note, we were able to go out to eat, me and Anna, just us, and, and my mom watched mm-hmm. the kids... Yeah, just her. I, don't know if my, I can't remember if my dad came over, but he didn't. And then do, do Christmas. Nonetheless, that, that that's probably been kind of most like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. This is perfect. It's, it's nice to have them kind of back. And then she, like, yes, she spent the night over there. And last night, and major meltdown this afternoon when my mom brought her back and left her. Total <laughs> meltdown. Um, it, was, it was bad. It's and a then, total meltdown. And then it went to, like, I don't want to eat. And I'm like, oh my goodness, it's like 6.15. It's time for you to go to bed. God bless. <laughs> and she finally... She went on a hunger strike? No. Well, she always goes on hunger strike. <laughs> it's just like, oh man, it was a compound. And then she finally pulled through and became normal. 
at like seven ish. <laughs> wow. Have you guys ever seen that uh, the Disney movie Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, you yeah. know like, when, like the, the, when <laughs> yeah the cartoon. You know when the beast yells at Bell, just go ahead and start. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> that is the way exactly. I feel. Exactly. When I'm just beast, go like, ahead and my, start. My, like just myself, my demeanor is just somewhat calm, or at least I like to believe. But inside me is that the beast. I'm just like, just go ahead and start. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's been it's been a bit of a struggle because during the COVID time. Like the parents have been the faithfuls, so gotcha. That's the Patrick. The what you, what you oh, excited about? Well, this uh, I would say maybe a small thing, but for me, I was super pumped about it. Um, it was cold Saturday in Albany, mm-hmm. which doesn't happen that much. Like really cold, like you know, almost thirty degrees. And um, so I just got a new book in Amazon. It came the day before. And so cranked up a fire and nice. no, excuse me, Sunday as Sunday cranked up a fire and just sat in the yes. easy chair, sat in, in the, the easy chair, feet by the fire and just, and just read my book. With a dog so, beside you, candlelight, no a little bit of but, flannel, um, <laughs> man, a, little flannel, flannel a cup of coffee. Uh, yeah, I had a cup of coffee. Also, we can do hot chocolate now. So that works too. It's fantastic. Big. So that was pretty exciting. Oh, I need to add to mine. We also had like a random snow come in that last Saturday, this past Saturday. Nice. That was pretty cool. Nice. That is cool. I mean, it didn't last long, but it was neat. Cool. That was me. That was pretty exciting. Right there. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what mine was. I mean, last time I was really excited. Um, I, I don't know, but I, like the low key excited, like what I'm talking about, like that's that's the kind of thing, like you know, getting some Werner ginger. Like um, my sister in law didn't have school today because Martin Luther King holiday. Um, Want to recognize that here on the radio program? Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of judging not by the by the uh, the color of their skin, but the context of the character. Uh, people are trying to do it all over the place now, but I, I'm a big fan of his. I'm a proponent of that. So um, kudos to MLK for that. Um, but kudos to my sister-in-law because she baked some chocolate chip cookies today because she did, I guess she had some free time and brought them over. And um, I didn't, I wasn't here for that. But when I got off work, um, <laughs> Meredith already had supper cooked. It was about 7.30. I in the door. Meredith had supper cooked and we finished the supper. And it, was, it was something different. It was neat. Um, some kind of pineapple something sausage like with peppers and onions. And sweet potatoes, like all chopped up, diced and baked. Uh, anyway, it was good. Um, and then I was like, I want a little something sweet. And then Meredith reminded me that she baked some cookies, and that, that was real nice. I had me three cookies, a little like a half a glass of milk. Mm-hmm. I was pretty excited about that. What kind of cookies, Josh? Oh, chocolate chip. Is that I mean, is that your go-to? Yeah, oh, that's definitely that's the go-to. I mean, now it's not my Why only like, flavor. At a, at oh, a, come on, at, sugar at, cookies, at man. Our, that's like a cookie without anything on it. Yeah, that might be yeah, good sometimes. It's like, it's you like forgot the base something. that all other cookies are made. Mm. But there is the um, some... and sometimes at, at at our revival feast meetings, um, the little peanut butter ones with the Hershey Kiss in them. Oh, those Ooh, are really good. Print. I will I will go through Thumb some prints. of them. Like so, it's not just <laughs> chocolate chip. Like those those do rank. Yeah, um, I like to put those in the microwave Christmas. for like eight seconds. Let the Ooh, yes. melt a little bit. A little bit. No, yeah, no, 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 no. You gotta down. drink it. You gotta eat it cold. 
What? Like the Hershey Kiss cold. cold. No, if you eat it cold, then it can like hurt the roof of your mouth. Yeah, Derek, what are you doing? I want Reese's cup is what you eat cold, Diesel. That oh, is what yeah. Hershey Kiss cold, but the cookie's still a little warm with a cold glass of milk. Mm-hmm. I like to eat around okay. the outside and then bite the last. Like, just like you're saving it for yourself, you know? It's like a little, mm. like you have a little treat after the fact. That last bite. If you get Ooh. that last bite away, then you're so, I guess I guess cookies um, was the last thing. Cookies and having dinner already prepared. That was awesome. Um, after a, a tougher day. So you want more cookies and day. more dinner prepared. That's, that's, that's right, the way man. your heart. Ooh. Simple man. It just is. Yep. It was a good afternoon. I'll tell you that. Um, my other one that I had kind of um, on deck, and I wasn't sure between the two, and that's why I had ended up with two. The other icebreaker was, how did you get that scar of yours? Because I thought <laughs> I thought of Diesel. I was like, Derek, Derek, I, you know, there's there's a couple. I wonder which one he'd go with. Would he go with the face one or the arm one? You know? Oh, I, I <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so, Derek, how did you get that scar of yours? I, I want to see that. Right. Just for you, Derek. You pick which one. I, well, no, I the, actually the you one that you buddy. think I'm talking about. No, 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 the one that you no. think I'm talking about. That's the cool thing about Icebreaker is like, uh, how did you get that scar? You're like, oh, he's talking about that scar because that's well, the one you're that's... probably talking about my forearm. Is that right? It, I was. It was either going to be the forearm <laughs> or the chin, one of the two. The and I was like, I wonder which one he'll yeah. do. Well, you always mention the forearm. I remember having a. Well, that one's because that one's just like that one. It's stupid. Isn't even yeah. It's not even. It's not even like oh, or you know, doesn't even make you cringe. It's just like I want to slap somebody inside the head for that. Just stupid. Well, I had a friend that I used to skate with back in North Carolina. I lived in Liberty, and uh, we were just we were walking down the street and you know kicking rocks or whatever, and he picked up a rock and. Um, you know, kind of started drawing on his hand with the rock, you know, it's kind of sharp, but it just makes lines in your skin. And he said, oh, let me do you or something. So I reached my hand out and he was marking on my arm and well, the, the rock was apparently pretty sharp and he cut into my forearm. Like right there my arm. Like, it's just a, a huge gash. Yeah. So uh, I got, I got, I think after my last big incident where, uh, nearly died on the turlet um that put me over the 200 stitch mark good I gracious I, had, I think i've had 200 stitches wow you finally made it yeah you did it that was there it's an elite club it is not necessarily the only, most only intelligent for, club but it's an elite only for club. the coolest <laughs> only for the coolest folks. well the, the last they gave me staples it was Thirty um, something staples, maybe. Wow. But instead of doc, doc, doc. Staples. Instead of the staples, can we go with? The I stitches? wanted the staples. Okay. I did. I wanted the stitches because <laughs> I like. They're not the going to ask how many staples out. I got. They're going to ask how many stitches yeah. I got. Doc. Well, he said. He said <laughs> the reason we use staples is because stitches it takes too long. Um, there was such a large wound; it, it would take too long to to sew it up in in surgery, or I guess in the ER. Um, but they say it. it Maybe holds better. You don't have to use as many stitches, but you know one one staple is equivalent to five or seven stitches. I can't remember which one they said. There so you go. I was six. gonna say we need yeah. like a ratio or something. A multiplier yeah. here. Yeah, so no, that's that was, pretty cool. Uh, that was there. Yeah. So that's that's scar, far. Man. We could we that, could yeah. do a segment every year. I mean every every yeah. week. That's <laughs> the scar. The scar on your chest. The scar on your face. How did? So, which scar? Matt. On my face? Oh yeah, Matt. How did you get that scar of yours? 
The one with the Achilles? Is that, yep. that might be wrong. <laughs> I think it's... That's like, Achilles 1, Achilles 2, Achilles 3. That's the beauty of this question, because like, people are like, oh, he's obviously talking about my Achilles, you know? So, yeah, I guess. It's the only scar I have, I, really, I think. Um, I have one. I do have like an old... I don't even know if it still exists from when I broke my wrist. Like, my feet tripped over Teddy's at one time, playing basketball with mm-hmm. a friend of ours. And I think that was gone. Let's just stick with the Achilles. Yeah, so I yeah. tore my Achilles tent. Were, were any of y'all there? Well, Derek, you probably weren't. But Josh, were you back in? No, you were mm-hmm. gone. Patrick, were you there or were you in wherever you mm-hmm. lived? I was not there. Well, that's unfortunate. I'm trying to remember. I, had I already cool. left Raleigh? You probably, yeah. So, yeah. I just didn't know if maybe that y'all were playing. What year, what year did you tear it? Uh, so, our first year of marriage. So, seven years ago. Okay, yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah, basically got married, and then a couple months later, like it, I think over the summer is when it tore. But yes, I was. So we had my uncle and um, me and Patrick's uncle and aunt have like a full court in their yard. I mean, excuse me, in their driveway. Um, and they we, they've been probably holding. They have we haven't done it recently in like a year, probably at least. But they used to do Monday night basketball there for all the listeners. And they probably do, did it prior to that of stopping probably for at least 30 years, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been going on forever. So, um, yeah, so I was just playing basketball and kind of went, like, drove, tried to drive the basket. And my Achilles popped. And I looked at a friend of ours, Kyle Bennett, actually Josh's cousin. And I was like, man, did you, like, trip me or, like, hit me or anything? Like, because, like, it was weird because basically you just – your tendon pops and you can't really walk. So I did it. And then, but the funny thing was, is like, so at the time, so a friend of ours, Nick brush, he wasn't here. That's how, how long ago he was actually living in Raleigh guys. And, uh, yeah. So he was there, Joey Costa, he, his stint in Raleigh. I feel like everybody came to Raleigh at one point in their life. Um, so he was there and playing. And then, and this was when there was a, it's sad to say there was a lot of young people, some that are still following Christ and some that aren't. A lot of the girls were over at, our, our apartment at the time and watched a movie and, and then all a handful of guys playing basketball. Well, so like I call Anna and I'm like, Hey, Oh man, she's texting me. I might be getting, don't tell me, no, don't throw me under the bus. Okay. All right. Well, I've already, you can't, no, can't modify the story now. Oh, man. The story so, is what it is. so I will say I, I am, I am, I will, embellish my injuries sometimes like oh i'm thinking it's more than it is so that impression led her to believe that it was like just a sprained ankle just kind of drive home type of thing um and so like hey i'm watching a movie with the lady i'm watching a movie with the ladies i'll see you later um but i mean that to her fairness i kind of like put myself like kind of like the boy cries wolf kind of thing like where it's is it serious enough and even the guys there like um a friend of ours wayne and garth were like i think you just sprained your ankle i'm like guys literally i am rolling off the court i cannot walk my like i'm barrel rolling from like the basketball goal all the way to the edge and like laying there and justin's like oh man it's just a sprain i'm like no guys literally i can't feel my i can't feel my ankle so then like finally i started feeling a little sick because like i was kind of drinking a lot of water and just very nauseous. So I was like, man, I feel like I need to go like, to the hospital or something because this thing hurts bad. But anyway, so I didn't do that. I felt better. I hung out for a little bit. And I had Nick, Brush, and Joey put me in like an office chair and push me up. They have like a big steep hill to, the, to, the, to where all the cars park in their, at their house up the driveway. So they pushed me up that. I hopped in my uh, I a Jeep at the time. And basically it was my left – hold on. 
Yeah, it was the left one, so I could drive home. It drove Check home. It real quick. Yeah, I checked it. I really did. <laughs> um, drove home, and I mean, that was really it. I got home, and I was like, "Yeah, my Achilles is torn." Everybody, look at me. <laughs> like, y'all don't believe me. Like, I felt like I did. I was like, I think I tore my Achilles, and um, I slept on it, and got a shower, and hung out, and put like a boot on. It was painful. It wasn't as bad. Yeah, yeah. Cring- yeah I'm cringing just thinking. Yeah, about it. it wasn't as bad once like I got home. I mean, obviously you needed. I still needed surgery because my tendon was just you know completely snapped. But like after that initial thing, you were it's pretty manageable. Like I, I took some Tylenol, was able to sleep and able to do everything. But the the interesting you thing, can't walk, but other- no, yeah, you can't walk. It's basically an injury that like me and Kobe Bryant are pretty much the same people. Like you know, he exactly. had. Thought, that's except what I'm, I'm still, I'm still <laughs> basketball yeah. skills. Yeah, I mean like. I mean, I didn't walk back up and shoot a free throw of my torn Achilles. I didn't have the opportunity to, but, you know, I... You would have. I mean, we're, we're about the, the same line. guys, you know, from the athletic standpoint. The game standpoint. on the line. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. But that was it. I mean, the um, side note, you know how to check your Achilles tendon if it's if it's dislocated? I mean, if it's uh, ruptured? How? Oh. Don't know. Don't know. Okay, so you roll. Just like it. Oh, go ahead, Josh. Go ahead. No, you no I was I was wondering like do you like have to do you try to do you try to roll your ankle and then point it forward and pull it backwards and what I don't know but you may do that they just they flip me on my my belly and mm-hmm. they squeeze your calf and if you're if you, when you squeeze your calf if your foot moves or you know twitches uh, then it's it's attached if it doesn't then it's just it's dislodged so when they were moving my 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 squeezing my calf like there was no movement in the foot so okay. it's like it's torn and so I was like, man, but thankfully, like I was able to like work for, like from home during that time and, and be able to still work. And then like when I got better, you know, that, did you know that tour retour the thing? Right guys. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah that was garbage, but <laughs> I wasn't going to mention that. Cause I yeah. Like it's, it was, I keep it as like, a, no, no, it's fine. I mean, and it wasn't even the same spot. Like the spot that was attached, re rewired back together was, was still intact. Really? Yeah, and they that. thought they were gonna have to take something out of my big. I oh, know this is getting long, big toe or whatever to put it back together. But no, nah, that was very frustrating. That was more trying because okay. it was like I was like basically in it out of the boot, out of the cast, in the tennis shoes and rolling. Ah. But I went back and I got done, and now I'm all good and dandy. I'm good to go. All good, I'm good to, to go. go. Pinnacle of health. That's right. Love it. One's a mile a day. It's just great. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Patrick, how'd you get that scar? <laughs> I would be interested to hear if anybody actually has a scar in mind. Because I don't feel like I have any notable scars yeah, whatsoever. I was, I was trying to think. I was like, maybe he got cut by like a uh, a fin surfing, maybe? I was trying to think, like, if he had any scars. Yeah, I, I really don't. I mean, I got a few cuts and bruises, but, well, the bruises obviously have healed. So, I mean, yeah. I've just never really sustained any major... I don't want to say too much. Oh, no, I, mean, I was talking wood. about any I was major talking injuries. About emotional scars, emotional scars. Patrick. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah, man. it's written well, all over your face. That time you guys left me, you know, bunch of losers. The time that we, you know, every time you introduce me, you introduce me as Matt's brother. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, other than being the middle child and growing up in his shadow my whole life, really not that many. Yeah, I cry about it so, every now and then, but I didn't yeah, know y'all knew that. Constantly trying to prove myself. Other than all that, yeah. no, it's really other than that. Guys. Did you have any concussions? Uh, well, that's not a scar. No, yeah, I mean, I've had a brain. few concussions, um, but nothing real serious. I would, I mean, honestly, the only scar that comes to mind is I got like a little, 
it's not even like a half inch scar on my hand. Um, I basically just like passed out one time and during the heat of the day, and uh, I was uh, I was using um, a putty knife. It was like mm-hmm. a four inch, five inch putty knife or something like that outside on some siding. I don't even remember why I was doing it. And it was metal. You know, it's that sharp kind of thin metal. Yep. Um, and when I fell off the ladder, it somehow got stuck in like the side of the trim or whatever of the house. And when I, and then I simultaneously, my hand reached over to grab onto something and it happened to land right on that knife. So it almost like, it just like made a, an edge, a fixed edge. And I sliced my hand open. I mean, I didn't think it was that bad, to be honest. But then uh, I went to the car to rest. And then I, when I did, I ended up blacking out. And then Joey, this is actually kind of funny. Joey Koss was working with me. And he goes, he goes, <laughs> come on. <laughs> he yells over, come on, man. Time is money. Nice. <laughs> he, didn't realize, he didn't realize I was blacked out in the passenger seat of the car. Time is money. So then he, he came over and shook me, and, he was, and then he kind of felt bad after that. But yeah. Anyway, you can always count on your bros and doggy when you're bleeding out. Yes, yes. You yes. passed out, too, in the uh, like Derek did at the beach this year. Yeah, I know. I just couldn't let Diesel get one up on me, so you know, I had to black out, out, too. Though. Of course... I didn't hit the ceramic trash can and slide my stomach open and nearly bleed to death. So there's that. Yeah, should have. It's cool. <laughs> good story. You're not cool unless you hit the ceramic trash can. <laughs> All the cool kids are bleeding out on the kitchen floor. I think it was me or Grant that at the beach too when you did that. We're like, is he is still going fishing? Uh, it's not. All right, we're we're gonna right now. I hope he feels better. Nice. Yeah, I wanted to still yeah. go fishing, but man, that was that yeah. was rough. So yep. it didn't happen, but no, really. Good thank stuff. the Lord. No notable, really, no notable big scar. That's good. Say it that way. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Well, good deal. Good deal. All right. Um, I'm. I guess I'll I'll tell a scar real quick. Yeah. Um, well, like, I guess there'll be a scar that you see, right? Like y'all know having if I have any scars. You don't know if I have any scars, right? Mm. No, no, I don't. Yeah. Um, Well, I have like one like on my back. I mean, you only see that if I'm at the beach or something, you know, or pool or something. Um, Where I had back surgery on my L4 because I had a cyst in it. That whenever I landed on my head snowboarding, it it swole up. Yeah, it got got better. And so I was fine until I started having a bunch of sciatic, uh, sciatic nerve pain. Uh-huh. And, like, my right leg, like, I couldn't even flex it. It was weird. You know, like, you don't feel like you could get all the power out of your leg. And it started getting weaker and weaker. I'm like, dude, there's some problems here. And so I did an MRI and found out I had a cyst in my spinal column. Um, kind of found out after they got in there, it was just a fluid-filled cyst. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they popped it with the scalpel, it fluid, like, just, and I was good to go. But it was part of the healing of the, because the, the, the disc healed back fine after, like, a month or so after I landed on my head. Um, so I thought I was good to go, but sometimes when stuff heals, it uh, it healed a different way. So they had to like take a chunk out of my um, my spinal column to get to it, um, and so I have a scar on my back. But the only way you'll actually see when we're talking and stuff on my left hand, my thumb has a slice, like a smiley face slice. Uh-huh. And um, I was making, um, I was probably eleven maybe or so, and I was making the backs. We we did these picture frames for vacation Bible school. Um, 
down at our church campground. Mm-hmm. But beforehand, we were we were doing the prep and the work, and and for some reason, our craft that we were going to make was like a picture frame with puzzle pieces on it. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's a green picture frame. I'm sure you all have one at the campground somewhere or something, but the green picture frame and had puzzle pieces on it. But the back, they didn't come with the back on it. So I had to cut out these things um, out of cardboard for the back of the picture. So it'd stay in the frame. And I was just messing around and I started like going back and forth with this roller cutter and <laughs> on this cardboard. And I was holding the cardboard. And I was kind of just playing with it. And I just went right over my thumb. <laughs> It was terrible. Like I was bleeding everywhere, and I'm like, "Oh no!" I didn't want anybody to know because I mean, like, it was dumb, right? Yeah. And so, like, I could get it to quit bleeding by holding it like all the way straight for, for like a few minutes. But as soon as I would bend my thumb, it just start bleeding out everywhere again. So, like, finally, I I um I taped a popsicle stick to my thumb so it wouldn't bend until from, like until like you know the, at the end of the day it had healed up enough to where it didn't bust open every time I bent my thumb. Exactly. So now I got a big scar on my left thumb. But I try to cut it off. Man, so. I did. I learned something new about you every show, Journey. Like, I didn't hey, know that, you had a that's concussion. what this is about, man. I know. Well, and then like your back surgery, like what? How long ago was yeah. the back surgery? Like, um, it was probably it was whenever I was in Columbia. Um, it's been a while. Yeah, I've had a, I've only had a surgery a couple times, and one we won't discuss on air. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess we could, but we didn't preface it. Um, but uh, there's the, and then that was whenever I was like 13, and uh, Derek was in love with that one. And then um, the back one was probably, I would say, eight, nine years ago, maybe. Something mm-hmm. like that. I was before kids. So, anyway. <sighs> but I was out of my first house, which is the first two years I was here. And so it was, it was, it was 10 to eight years ago, eight to ten years ago yeah so but anyway um good times good times guys investing okay let's jump right into it we don't have that much time here's what i want to want to talk about like and also kind of share what i've learned my little bit of knowledge i'm sure there's plenty of people out there that know a lot more about investing than me okay we're going to put that out there but i wanted to encourage everybody that could to and, and, and it's not as intimidating as, as it was for me, okay? And I, it's more intimidating for other people than it was for me, too, because my dad had taught me a little bit about investing already. Now, there's people out there that have never invested in anything, and they don't have anything, you know, kind of saved up or whatever. But there's a, with Roth IRA, it's kind of a no-brainer, especially when you're younger, because what you're doing is you're taking money after taxes, and you're investing it, okay? Um, and what, you know, they have a maximum you can put in each year. Uh, this year it's two thousand. Well, actually, it's, this year it's for twenty twenty one is six thousand dollars. Okay, and you put that in after taxes. Okay, you're not going to tax write off or anything, but it will grow, and over time that growth will not get taxed. The capital gains tax, like anything else, like if you if I just went and bought stocks right now, and I did that after the recession, or I guess after the COVID crash or whatever, I to play around, I bought a few stocks that I knew had crashed tremendously. Okay. I, I bought Disney, Boeing, um, Norwegian cruise line and, uh, Delta. Those were my four stocks that I played around with because they had crashed like by 70 or 80%. I was like, there's no way these solid companies are going to stay down that much. Okay. This is as low as they're going to get maybe in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. And so I bought just and not, not enough, not any at risk that I would worry about it, but just enough to make it, you know, 
kind of pay off on my, you know, what I was seeing with regards to market. I'm not that knowledgeable, but I knew it was going to go up and, uh, and it did. And, you know, I've gotten like 30% in like, you know, five months, which is crazy. But on that, whenever I cash out, I'm going to have to pay taxes on that. Okay. Roth IRA isn't like that. Okay. It goes with, I mean, with all the stuff we have going on in the economy and everything else, with investment, if you invest in like the S&P 500 um, or any fund like that is going to grow. And then your dividends and or I guess your your the the payoff on your investment is going to be uh, whenever you get to the age. There's a lot of rules, in it, but it's very easy. It's just a Google search away and then you can see it. Don't ever touch it. Even if you can get you know money out, I think, for like your first home or something like that, don't do it. It's just not worth it because. Since there's limits on how much you can put in there, if ever you do have a lot of money, it's not like you can go put more money in it. You know, like you've got a max you have each year. And it really is a no brainer to have that much money whenever you do get a retirement age. Now, granted, we may not live to retirement age. Okay. I mean, like, I'm not trying to take anything for granted like that, but it being there and being tax free is pretty awesome, if not for you, for your spouse. You know, I mean, just. I, I get worried about not saving up enough, enough for my family. You know, that's why I, right now I have life insurance um, and I joke that I'm worth more dead than alive, you know, because <laughs> I want to make sure my family's taken care of. Um, with that, you know, I did want to, uh, for my sake, and, and everybody's entitled on opinion, for my sake, I want to encourage anybody that does not have a Roth IRA to get one if they can. And if you have any questions, you can contact me. We've got speakasremoved at gmail.com if you don't have my personal stuff. Um, because the the benefits on that already I've seen benefit because I like I have and, and I've never been one that's you know just oh I have leftover money this year, you know. But you know, even I took all my high school like whenever you get money and in, in for graduation or something, uh-huh. I took anything I got with the, the cards and everything, and that's how I opened my Roth IRA. Okay, I didn't didn't spend it on anything but the Roth IRA. And I'm very thankful because you can look at that initial investment and how it's grown and it's basically doubled. And so that I I just want to encourage everybody to make some sacrifices to do that because it gives you a little bit more stability um, knowing that you can you can have money work for you. Okay, now that there is the the adage, you know, there's some people that aren't for investments. Okay, and I think there are some high risk investments that are not conducive to our life. All right. I'm not trying to say just go out and put all your money into investments either. Okay. Um, there's arguments against investing at all, but I do think that whenever in the Bible, we see the talents and giving them to the usury and then there, there's an ability to grow them. You know, God wants us to be good stewards of our money. And that one is a pretty, pretty safe, um, investment I feel. Okay. But, uh, my question to you guys, see, investment, what I, the thing I have a problem with is I I get a little political, a little bit, and what, what ends up happening is I see a company do something, and I want to encourage it or discourage it, you know? And so then I get worried that my money is being in the wrong place. Like, I would mm-hmm. not go and invest in a, you know, a, a brewing company, okay, just, just on more grounds, you know? Do you guys have anything that you wouldn't invest in? You know, that, that, well, not necessarily invest in by putting money or buying stock, but like 
I didn't want to do anything with Bank of America after I found out they did some stuff politically, okay, with regards to the pipeline, and then they'd pulled their money politically. So I thought, hey, I'm going to take, you know, my little tiny bit I do with Bank of America is not going to make a hell of any difference, but I want to do it. Now, is there, do you guys, do you guys have investments? Do you guys, are, are, are you leery of investments in general? And, and, and if so, like, is it because of your Christian faith or is it because of just not feeling you have the money to invest right now? Um, I don't know if, it, if that makes sense when I'm asking, but I, I just, I don't, do you have any reservations with investments with regards to your Christian faith? And, and I'm, I'm thinking, um, you may not have thought about this. I think Patrick has thought about this. So I'll go to him first. Um, Patrick, do you have any yes, reservations with, with regards to investments due to your Christian faith? Yeah, I mean, uh, and reservations is probably a, the right word for it. I can't go as far as to say convictions because um, I feel like if it was a 100% conviction, I would be, I would be, I would be living it and I would feel like, um, you know, strongly enough about it to not only live it, but to also share it. Um, so, but my prayer life right now has been just surrounding, um, has kind of like I mentioned last week, really, I mean, kind of summed it up, but just trying to, trying to look at everything that God has given me as a steward and, and putting that, um, putting that to use uh, today, which I think that's probably the the biggest reservation I have with investing is that in addition to everything that you invest in, you're tethered to. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I guess you could get around that, but if I were to put my money in a, in a, uh, the stock market in a, in mm-hmm. a big way, I would feel inclined to watch the stock market because obviously mm-hmm. I'm investing in it. If I, if, you know, same thing with a, with a 401k or with a real estate investment or any type of investing. I mean, and that's kind of like that scripture says, you know, laying up for yourselves treasures on earth where moss are rough dust grow up and steve break through and feel because where the treasure is there will your heart be also. And mm-hmm. can I, can God direct that same dollar to, to the use of, um of somebody today to do his will today um because we're not promised tomorrow um so that's kind of where my biggest reservation is on on investing um and yeah i'm pretty well sums it up i mean <laughs> and, and i want to i want to make the uh a, a, a differential between because they're there are people that can go blindly use the stock market like straight up gambling. Okay. And I think we're kind of all in the same mindset with regards to gambling um, and feel that it's not being good stewards of, of our money that, or, or whatever God has entrusted us with, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you know, you can make wise, like if, if Derek were to go big about a, a company and he's talked about this before, you know, um, if you if you needed investors to get off the ground, you know, I mean, I I would think that you could not. And, you, and some people are leery of doing this with friends, but I think you could lean on some of your friends to like because they want your they're invested in your success already, you know. So so yeah. um, 
make it. And, and, and we do that too. I mean, we have that nursing home. Um, and what they do is they, they, to try to raise money for the next, you know, wing or the Alzheimer's care or whatever they sold, I believe it was, they sold bonds, if, if I'm not mistaken, um, which are basically investing in the nursing home long term and that, you know, you get a payoff of interest because of your money that you let them use right now to build the Alzheimer's wing. Um, mm-hmm. Which I'm I'm 100% on board with that, you know. Like there's good investments and there's also risky gambles, and I'm not I, I want to make a, a differential between that. I, I'm not encouraging risky risky gambles. I don't want anybody to lose anything. And anytime you invest, there is a risk. Okay. Um, even if even if Derek went in the in the in the you know and and started this big company, had a big old warehouse and bought a bunch of woodworking tools and all that stuff, there's a risk that you fail um, with anything. But that doesn't mean that you know. You wouldn't have people that that would invest in your success either. Um, Derek, what's your what's your field? Do you own any stock? I mean, I know your wife. That's what she. Not that's, I mean, she's not a stockbroker, but she does something with money, right? So. That's what I hear. From my understanding, <laughs> she um, hadn't really explained it to you, but it pays does, the bills, right? Yeah, she she told me before I don't really listen. Um, <laughs> Hopefully she's not listening. We might need to have her as a guest on the program. <laughs> you try to figure would, this out. Would, it would definitely fit the uh, topic much better than I do. But um, yeah, yes. is she there? Is she there in the studio with you, Derek? Uh, <laughs> no, unfortunately, she is not. Um, but yes, she is a financial planner. So investing and um, doing all that is pretty much her job. Um, writing retirement. Or writing financial plans for people is um, a large part of her job. So in doing that, also, you know, I have, through her, you know, I don't know if I would ever, I don't know if I would would be as proactive to do it if I, like, wasn't married. I think I'm... Let's go ahead and say no. Let's go ahead and say yeah, that. Yeah, I mean we're, we we can just assume I, though. Um, I knew you. I, I I knew you before you were married, and I'm going to go ahead and say no. Nah, yeah, you have a little bit more passion. I'm not. I wasn't the most prudent fellow, um, but being that as it may, she definitely she takes care of all the money in the house, and you know, I don't know how much things cost or the bills or I think mean, I do, but not not down to the to the dollar amount and. Um, but she pretty much handles, you know, she's got a sub, um, retirement account that she'll show me occasionally. And, um, as far as how that money is accrued, I know it's a Roth IRA, I'm pretty sure, but, um, we might have a few stocks, but we don't have anything. We're not really invested in it enough to where we would watch it, you know, often. Um, and, and in and in the Roth IRA, you can have stocks or you can have mutual funds or whatever, or you keep it in cash, which is a really dumb idea. But I accidentally did that and had like five thousand dollars sitting there, and then I was like, "Man, I need to I need to invest this. I need to invest this. I need to invest this." Well, I invested it the week before like our last like huge crash. So if you're ever looking for a huge crash, like ask whenever I'm going to invest money, because then the five thousand dollars went to three thousand um, dollars the next week. So if yeah. I'd have waited another week, then I could have done it the opposite way. So it's always hindsight, you, had, you know. He had contacted my wife. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Instead of just me logging on to Charles Schwab, 
Yeah, yeah. 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 There's the benefits. Get, get a little plug in there for it, Derek. Yeah. I mean, she got, yeah. Yeah, got a website. Uh, Bear Price Financial. Money in there you go. There you Look go. Look them up. Yeah. Tell them Derek sent you. Sent you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But yes, um, you know, I I would I believe in investing. Um, maybe I think in the manner that you're talking about, whereas taking money and, and putting it to work for you, um, maybe it's a it's a a broad term for investing. Um, but you know, we invest every day whether we know it or not, um, whether it be time or money, but you know, every time I buy a tool I'm investing in, you know, my company or myself, however you want to call it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so you're constantly putting forth an effort that you hope will better, uh, you know, help you in some way. I don't know right. um, how you would explain and, it. And then just sitting there. I mean, if you're not going to spend every penny you got. And if you find no. a – well, I hope not. And well, I'll try. And if you find it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if you find it, yeah, she didn't show me the whole bank account number. Just half of yeah. it. Yeah. Just this the, is how much we have. Just the fake uh, one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but, um, I actually have a, a, a coworker that, that does that to try to manage, which I, I, I'm not a big fan of this, but to try to curb his spouse's spending, he'll get two checks when he gets a bonus. One that she knows about, one that she doesn't, oh, and, and I yeah, don't. So I feel that's a, that. I mean, like it works for stuff. them, obviously, but <laughs> well, like teach their own, I guess. But yeah, and he doesn't. Know. He doesn't lie to her, but I feel like that's, that's a lie of omission. Well, so. it's hard to be one when you're not one. Well, that and and that is this is right on religion. That's right. I mean, that's why we encourage people to. If they, you know, if they can't, you know, I, I would, I, I would encourage people to be of the same mind in the faith before they decide to be husband and wife, and also with regards to money. I, I don't, I feel like if you're not on the same page with money, you're just asking for hardship for the lifetime of your marriage. Um, so. I think it's like, is it like top two things for di- it's for divorce up there. Yeah, it has to be. Dave Ramsey at one point. That, Money's top, money top is, five. Is, the top five. I mean, it's high. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Money's the, the number one thing I would say me and my spouse argue about or have the conflict about, you know? Like, and it, I bring it on myself. You know, I'm getting on the Wells Fargo app and asking her, like, well, what's the $160 at Target? You know, making, like, you know, she has to report to me for some reason. I, I, it's, it's dumb. But uh, we hold each other accountable, put it that way. Put the budget yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah. The Dave Ramsey. We haven't gone as far as the envelope, but, but definitely um, we have categories for budget. Um, but Matt, you, you have investments? Um, I mean, I own you know various uh, places across the country, various <laughs> real estate investments. I'm pretty. You didn't want to talk about. I don't want to right? tell you all I have. I mean, because yeah. this is is this a, is this a tap wire here? Is this a tap wire? Yeah. Like <laughs> I buy them under a pseudonym, so I mean, like you know, offshore accounts. I just I wire my money out once I heard Biden's coming in the office. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, no, I mean, pretty, no. pretty good idea. Yeah. yeah. I uh, so we did a, a few. I got a couple of things like in the works. That I'm I'm working on, but like initially, and then I'm paying like I pay like full. Pretty much, I think it's full contribution to like the 401k. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have, um, 
an account that's been set up that we it basically just sits there. It's like a it's like a basically a student account for the kids that was kind of Ooh. not to go into a lot of details. It was basically kind of passed down, kind of like basically Anna had some at one point, and then it kind of basically anyway not to go into it. So and basically, it, obviously she's out of school, so it's is, it is that a five twenty nine or whatever? It, yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I, Anna, I could double check that. Let's just say that I think that's it. Um, nonetheless, so that basically is starting to accumulate, um, but that won't be touched until whenever. Um, y'all, y'all, y'all have the uh, the lottery college thing too, right? The yeah, the like playing NC Lotto for. We yeah, I mean, about, like you get a. You I don't play the lottery. The, no, I know. <laughs> I know I'm just messing with you, but like, but like the college scholarship, like yeah, yeah. Georgia has one, right? Yeah. And so I don't know what has got one now, right? They may. Yeah. Georgia's was awesome. I don't know if it, it kind of dwindled a little bit, but I know when like Anna and Steven were there when they were in college, I mean, it's basically like if you had like a three O, then they pay for your tuition and books. Now, now did, would you object to that over um, moral grounds or are you, you going to take the money from the, the gamblers? From the institution. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's in Georgia. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah same, same concept. Same thing in North Carolina. I mean, would you would you allow allow your kids to take that money? That's a good question. I don't know. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know if I'm like, is that is that bad money? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's like you know, so if a if a any, if a tobacco dealer lot. offers you a hundred yeah. bucks, do you take because what he made profit on his tobacco? Would you take it? You know what? You know what? Um, that old joke. Have you, have you ever heard that joke about the uh, the known drug dealer racketeer in town? Uh-huh. And um, he came to church, and the preacher preached a really good, powerful sermon. And um, you know, and everybody knew he's a drug dealer, right? And every, you know, big fancy car, all that kind of stuff. And then after the collection, um, I guess his underling or whatever, that comes to the pastor, and he has, he's like, man, you know, uh, pastor, I. I don't know what he should do. He he left two hundred thousand dollar check in the offering plate, and and we all know that this is ill gotten gains. You know, what I mean, like it, yeah. You know, so so what do what do we do? And the pastor goes, well, looks at the check. Looks back and said, well, son, the devil's had that money long enough. So anyway, <laughs> that is- <laughs> no, no, I mean, I never yeah. thought about it, but I feel like. I would be like, yeah, go for it because they earn their grades. I guess if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a scholarship the state has put in place. Yeah, especially if they go to a state school, it yeah. just makes sense. Yeah, I, any lottery is going to be a regressive tax because that's who you target is these yeah. people looking for. I mean, they they can't understand mathematics to a full degree, or they would know that they're better off, you know, gambling and doing something else. You know, but yeah. nonetheless, just that hope for you know advancement. Has them. It was funny. I drove through um, North Carolina, and they were. Um, I guess it was about to about to draw or something. And they were up there at the counter, and the lady was arguing with them, saying, "No, you can't use credit card." She said, "I know you can't use credit card, but I'm using my debit card for the lottery ticket." She's like, "You can't use your debit card. It has to be cash." And there's a line at the ATM. I mean, I've, <laughs> I haven't seen people use ATM in years. And there's a line at the ATM because everybody was getting cash so they could go buy a lottery ticket. Like, this is this is sad. Yeah. So, but. Yeah, it's yeah. That's I don't know. There, there's a I go into a handful. I mean, I've been on the road, I'm on the road a lot, so mm-hmm. and then like going to a gas station, got got he or she buys a lotto, 
scratches. Mm-hmm. Okay, they must have uh, made like a quick money to go back in and buy double. You know, I keep going. Oh yeah, to five come. bucks, and then the, yeah, it keeps them. I don't know how many. I don't know fits. what they're what they're getting, but no, nah, they're so they're so that's kind of like that'll be there, and we'll try to do what we can with that. Um, and then my company, I don't know how long I can stay with them, but they do employee stock ownership. Yeah. So that's just free money for just being yeah, at the company. No. That's um, awesome. So it, it makes you invest in the company, which is good. Yeah, and they so there's a couple of guys that have been in the company like 30 years, probably like since so company's been around for 51. So there's mm-hmm. a, there's a handful of guys that like a 30 year, 10 years, and they've probably in the in this you know they bought the, you know the company's you know re re upped several times, right. and they're probably a million in the bank just waiting to oh, retire yeah. to. Which is which is awesome. I would, I'd never say that, but I mean, I know I know it's five years. I've been there four years in this February, and it takes five years, and you're fully invested. But I, you still get the portion out if you were to, um, like say, see you later before those those five years. But right. So, but I mean, that's literally just by, you know, being there, being there. So it's not. It's but so, I mean, it's still free. You know, it's it's you had to sign yeah. up for it. Um. So I don't know. There's a couple like long term go. I don't know. I've 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 had like the the thought maybe of you know playing the like the the real estate game versus the the stock market. Oh, I thought game. you were about to say the lottery. No, the no, map. no, no. <laughs> and I haven't really done anything because I don't do I don't do the stocks because then I, I just I think I would consume myself too much with it. Right. Uh, um, well, and, and, and you could be like, smart just like you're smart about roofing. You know, you could be smart about that. Um, Meredith's uncle Jerry, like he was, he was a stock wizard. You know, he knew which ones paid out dividends, yeah. and this, that, and the other, and like, you know, what was a good buy, what wasn't a good buy, which companies to invest in, and that kind of stuff. I mean, and and there's companies out there that want you to invest in them, and if it's a good investment business wise, makes sense to put your money there for it to grow on its own. Um, in my mind, that's my opinion. Um, but uh, but no, but, I, no, I'm just saying from like if you were to acquire some real estate or, or do, or do flips. I mean, those are like a little bit more, the flips are probably more risky, but like playing play a long-term hold on, you know, property. And you don't need a lot. I mean, just a few, I don't know. I'm just thinking from a, and I'm thinking from an investment standpoint is what I'm saying. Not from like, but so that would be another, I guess thought. I would love that. to own some real estate, you know, just kind of sit on it. But yeah, I, um, I don't. I don't have. No, I don't either. I just think yeah. about the idea. I guess per yeah. se, and maybe I maybe I should properties, but I gotta yeah. save up some money first. Yeah, you do. Maybe, maybe pay off the property I have. <laughs> but no, I mean that's kind of where there. Like I said, there's a couple things that me and Anna talk about doing and need to be doing pretty quickly, um, mm-hmm. and and like add to that. But like, I, I just now her my my. Her granddad, Mr. Tommy, he he's like that's he's retired, but then now he just does stocks because he just needs something to do. Mm-hmm. But I think he generally just likes to like like I don't think he's like out trying to strike a rich. I think he's just something for his mind to work and operate, right? Um, and so like you know that stuff like that. But I mean I don't know. Maybe I should spend more time. Uh, yeah. That's that's a that's a hard thing because none of us have a ton of time out there. I will ask you all this: I've had people, I've heard someone say about like the the gambling perspective. Do y'all feel from from a just from a point of view like we obviously like going to play you know NC lottery for say 
versus playing the stock market and gambling with, you know, companies. People have, I guess, mirrored those into the same umbrella. And for that reason, they do neither. I don't know how y'all feel about that. I Here's my thought on it. And I, and I know um, this, this is just my opinion, but I'm going to go ahead and jump on it. Yeah, you jump on it, Josh. I'll jump on it, man. I'm not one to shy away from my opinion because, you know, it's always right, right? Um, no, but <laughs> it gets an extra confidence. No, all right. So I've heard them equated, and a lot of times they're equated by people that would never invest anything, right? Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, in what we do, like tonight I finished up a bid, you know, and it's mm-hmm. a million-dollar bid, mm-hmm. okay? That's big. I don't have a million dollars, you know, to really put on the line. But if I get it, we're going to sign up. And, um, I'm, I, but it is a, it's a risk, but it's a risk with knowledge and, and with, with statistics and with data on my side that, Hey, I can perform at this mm-hmm. and I can do this. And like barring anything crazy happening, you know, like all my superintendents dying or something, you know, like there's, there's things that can actually happen that would make this risk a very bad risk. But overall my risk assessment, whenever I put in a bid, it is I mean, some people can say that's a gamble, you know, mm-hmm. I say it's not because I mean, like with anything, you know, you got to give a price and then you've got to perform. And there could be some circumstances that cause me to lose money. Um, I've had a couple projects recently go south and it looks like I can't project manage and I'm, I'm dealing with that. <laughs> um, so that that is a, a stressful risk. And the only way to get away from that is not take any risk. Right. Yeah. Um, but then I would. Uh, we, I wouldn't be in business if we didn't take any risk, right? So on the stock thing too, I mean, you know, there is some manageable risk, um, like investing in the S and P five hundred, the five hundred mm-hmm. stocks that are within that mutual fund. Overall, it is his, historically, if you look at the data, it is going to go up by a certain percentage, and there could be better mutual funds or whatever. But it isn't blindly just throwing money out there on a random stock I don't know anything about. And just hoping it goes up because if that was the case, I would lose. Okay, um, but I don't think you should be shy away from ever investing any money ever anywhere. Because, like my aforementioned example, if you want to invest in our church's nursing home, that's an investment. You know, yeah. there's still a risk there. You know, mm-hmm. everybody in the nursing home dies, but I mean, something. You know, there's something could happen. You know, that that you you can you can't you can't predict everything in the future. Um, but we, you know, you can have you can have some confidence using data to to support a decision you make monetarily. Like I have my money in a bank, okay? That's an investment too. Yes, I'm getting stuff out of it, but in Charles Schwab, I got a um, a high yield checking account. But if Charles Schwab were to go under, okay, then my stuff's backed up by the FDIC. But that's our government. What happens if our government goes down? You know, I mean, there's there's so there, there's there's risk all over the board. You know, even if I had the money stuck under a, a, a mattress, I'm still investing in the United States government because if they go under, then my money's worthless. You know, mm-hmm. so I'd just be over here walking around with gold coins or something like that. You know, but then I'm investing in gold. So I mean, like there's there's risk in every single way that you try to hold capital. It's just whichever way. And I, I think there are some ways that are, are not healthy um, and they're, you know, they are not being good stewards of your money. But you can be a good steward of your money by being knowledgeable about your investment, too, I feel. Yeah. 
That's me. You, no, have no, you no, been no. asked that question before? Because you did answer it. You were, you were there. Yeah, well, it. here's – I mean, I've, I've had to, <laughs> to to talk about it before because, I mean, like yeah. people realize, you know, wait, you don't gamble? Why? You know? Well, you're doing this and, 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 and you know, and then basically they throw what we do for a living in my face too, okay? Because you compare the two of them and you say, oh, both are a risk. Well, it's true. Yeah. But one, you're being dumb and it's encouraging bad behavior and a more risky behavior that is can be addicting, and I want to encourage people to stay away from those addicting bad vices, okay? So even if I could try to figure out a way to justify it, I'm going to stay away from it just for the good of, of, of Christ's church, for the, for the good of his, his message, you know? So um, I, I, I've thought about it at length, um, but I come to the same conclusion that, that there, you can be smart with the money without – Having to put it under a mattress, but also without going and spending it in Vegas too. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. I was just curious. I've heard that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, other two guys can chime in. I, I, I wasn't trying to just dominate <laughs> your response. No, no, briefly. But Derek, I um. Oh, passion. The mm-hmm. well, the gam- gambling, um, you know, money, you know basically placing a bet for for it's all greed based um now some could argue that well it's desperation which mm-hmm. in either scenario there's no there's no value in propping up the system which is what you're doing when you pay into it if you were to right. take out a lotto ticket in some small way you're you're basically i mean you might as well sign your name on that lotto ticket because you're basically you're basically by your action saying that this is a good system. Yeah. And so I mean honestly the lottery it it challenges it challenges me because I'm like can the church not offer a better hope than this? <clears throat> is this the best these people have is to go in there and spend a lot of the times this money they don't even hardly have like Josh said yeah. in his example trying to use a credit card. Mm-hmm. Um in a hope for what? For riches that are going to decay and wax old? I mean, it's so, I mean, certainly there's no world where I'm going to, you know, with, with our, with our funds that God given us, I'm going to endorse that system. And then moreover, I mean, every time I ride by and I see people standing, you know, at the door waiting for their lotto ticket, it just breaks my heart. I mean, it really does. It's extremely challenging. That's where their hope is lying. That is where their hope is lying. Every day I drive home Friday afternoon. Yeah, and same thing. The, yeah. the line around the ABC store. Well, we don't have ABC, but Alvin's is the local. It's a local liquor shop. There's a line wrapped around Alvin's on Friday afternoon, and I'm just sitting there thinking. And like I, I mean, I pray to God. I'm like, Lord, let's put Alvin's out of business. You know, yeah. let's run the lottery out of Georgia. Um, you know, show us, help us. How do we? What do we have to do? What do we have to give up so that people will? will see God as their, is their hope. And, and, and they won't want, you know, let's put the tobacco companies out of business. I mean, we, I'm, we want, I, let's wage war because these things are destroying people's lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yep. So, yeah. I mean, that'd probably be as far as the stock market goes. I mean, I don't really, I think it's kind of a stretch to call it gambling, but I mean, it probably could be if you want to just I mean, walk like, in there and you day could, trade. <laughs> Yeah, if you day like trade, but I mean, like, you know, what y'all do with peanuts, like you're basically you're 
you're trying to, to make sure that the price are going to go up. You know, you don't buy a bunch of peanuts for the price to go down. You know, you're, you're making a risk assessment, right? I mean, I don't know exactly yeah, what you yeah. do. I just know you sell peanuts, right? So, like, you, you have to well, make risk yeah, assessments I mean, on we, what the, the price companies, is be. The companies that we advise, that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to determine their risk. And that's why they employ us to try to help. And, I mean, it's kind of silly, but you're – you're doing it, it to the best of your ability. And I mean, it's their business model. And I mean, truth be told, um, truth be told, there's probably, there's probably a better way to do it. There's honestly a better way to feed the country. But the reality of it is, is that men will not be able to make money fast enough doing it the, the, by just simply growing our food and, and, eating what we grow and and then obviously there's risk in that too like josh said right. so um the machine to, get to take on the risk gotten, yeah yeah it's gotten it's just and so i mean there's definitely um there's definitely um there there's a lot there's a lot that, that goes into to feeding the country now that is just layers and layers and um yeah that's a whole nother conversation but yeah um and and again the validity of the stock market and 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 whether or not that is a that is a righteous agent i mean that's a whole nother conversation but i mean which is why i think it just comes down to the personal level i mean you have to decide before god when you arrive at judgment did i do what i was supposed to do with the money i had that you gave me i mean i think it's a personal i think it's a personal examination before the word um and that goes with playing the lottery or you know i mean some things are pretty obvious though i mean surely we don't have to explain to christians why they shouldn't play the lottery and shouldn't be drinking beer well you'd be surprised I mean, yeah no yeah you we really you, do I, I've, I know more. I've seen some troubling things that's the thing patrick <laughs> like, that's yeah. the, I, I don't it's I you're, they're not sitting in the playing the slot machines but they're it, it, it's like a form you know what i'm saying it, no i mean you know. like all my co-workers um like at the office minastaki like that all of them are prepared professed christians okay yeah and every single one of them would go in if i said hey guys i'm buying a lottery ticket y'all want to go in i'm buying a you know 10 let's all go in and share that they would all be all yeah let's do it <laughs> i'm like wow. guys the, the i mean like the odds of winning the jackpot basically are one in 300 million okay mm-hmm. to put that in perspective like one in a hundred one in a 11 million you get attacked by a shark right. one in fourteen thousand struck by lightning in your lifetime. I mean, like mm-hmm. there's, there's, I mean, the chances of you getting it is just crazy and you're just throwing the money away. But they, Oh, well, it's a novelty. I mean, you can justify whatever, whatever they want to justify. They can do it. Yeah. So I wouldn't put it past. I mean, there's, there's a lot of people that need to be explained. Um, a reason why we should say no to something because they don't say no to anything unless it's illegal basically. And even right. then, you know, <laughs> Nothing wrong with a little bit of reefer, you know, if he was in college. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, like and I'm like, I'm like, what? Like, so they, they, that that one isn't even. That's why we need biblical morality because everything is just subjective, you know. Well, yeah, and I think I get the same thing, Josh. Well, I, well, some of these guys don't really profess any Christian faith, but like, I think like they're they're not like the heavy gamblers because they're basically like you know when the lotto gets to like billions or millions, millions of dollars, <laughs> not billions, sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's just getting, it's compound, at least here in North Carolina. And like, they're like the, the cheap tickets. And you know what I'm saying? It's almost like just like a small little thing. 
it, it's but it's funny because that's it's when just, they get attention, and that's when everybody buys them. But yeah, that's when the odds are the worst. Yeah, and it's not like yeah. all right, so like a billion dollars would change my life that much different than five hundred million, but people act like yeah. it would. <laughs> like, well, and I had so somebody make, come to me sense. before, you know, a cousin of mine, and he said. It, well, we were having a discussion on the lottery, and, and he said, well, you mean to tell me that if I went and played the lottery tomorrow and I won, and it was $300 million or something, some astronomical amount that you can't fathom. He says, and, and I decide I'm going to turn around and donate $100 million to your church, you wouldn't accept that $100 million? And I said, well, for one, I don't have a church. And I said, for two, if I did, there's absolutely no way I'd accept your $100 million. And he said, come on, man. And I'm like, I don't want your filthy lucre polluting the church. Because you'll grieve the Holy Spirit, and our church needs the Holy Spirit way more than it needs your $100 million. Like, do you realize $100 million to God is, is it's a grain of sand? Like, we think, oh, $100 million, that's so amazing. That's nothing. God made the universe. He doesn't care about your $100 million. He doesn't need your $100 million. Like, God can supply. If he wants the ministry to go, he can make it go. Like, the last thing, he ain't sitting up there in heaven twiddling his thumbs going, oh, man, I wonder how I'm going to fund this ministry. Like, no. <laughs> so I'm like, no, you keep, I'll, I'll take the Holy Spirit. You keep your $100 million. And then when we get to judgment, we'll see who comes out okay. And I, but, but that mentality, mm-hmm. you know, this, that scriptural type mentality doesn't come until you begin to understand God's heart and until the church begins to teach the word of God. And I'm talking, not talking about Christ sanctified. I'm talking about literally the church in America until the church begins to teach spiritual things, the people will continue to drift towards temporal things. And it's, it's really up to us, which again, extremely challenging. It's up to us to bring spiritual things every single day. Um, and not just us, us four, but I'm saying us is like those who have been born again and are reading the word of God. And I mean, we, we got a big charge. We got a big job in front of us. I know God's able, but the question is, are we going to be the people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Justin, I mean, I still, yeah, I, I still say that the devil's had that money long enough. No, I'm just- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, we, you know, might might just put it in an endowment, so then you know we can just keep the the lights on and not have to worry about it. But uh, you know, just so it doesn't go back and get spent on you know a big yacht somewhere or something, you know. So, but not your... not for influence, not for influence. Yeah. What, what were you saying? No, I was gonna say yeah. you get all your notes covered. Because we started it real a little bit. I think so, yeah. I mean, like, no, no, that, and that was where I wanted it to go because I feel like a lot of, I mean, there's, there, you know, there's some people that are on extreme side where, they, you know, any type of investment because they don't quite understand it or they're a little intimidated by it, it's either for rich people or it's gambling. You know, like that, that's, yeah. that's kind of a mentality that I've gotten hit with with some people and on other people, you know, nothing's off limits, you know, it's, you know, yeah, it's you... more of Go ahead. No, go. Sorry, buddy. No, you go. No, I was just going to say, would would you would you agree that majority of the investment that maybe we are people like the average person doing it is you're playing the long game to to right. more listeners out I there. I mean, so and, and that's it's the not thing a with quick the reach. Right? Like, yeah, it's no, not like, and you don't put it in just individual stocks either. With regard to that, like I, that's why I have it basically in the Vanguard 500 and the S and P 500 um, to heavily um, you know moderated uh, mutual funds. And they they have to be a, a certain tier of earners to even be in that, you know. So they're they're I'm playing the long game, 
um, is not high risk, but that's because I have, hopefully I have a quite a bit of time. Um, and that's why it's more beneficial. The younger you do a Roth IRA, the better off you are because of the rules they have on it um, with regards to not taking, you know, the government taking their third at the end of the day, because that can be a, a big chunk after on, on money that you've already been taxed on. So that's the frustrating part whenever government taxes it multiple times. Government. Um, government. <laughs> Tune in next week for government. Yeah. <laughs> What is the government doing with our money? Uh, yes, we're gonna. <laughs> That's we're gonna a question mark. The new, yes, the new COVID stimulus <laughs> bailing out the blue states. <laughs> so, any guys, I, I do appreciate you guys coming um, to the table with with your 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 true feelings on this. I mean, sometimes you open yourself up to criticism by telling your opinion on stuff, and I appreciate you guys just putting it out there. Um, kind of bearing your souls, and I, I do appreciate that. Thank, thank you, Patrick. Too. I mean, like I, it, I know that your your mindset on it's a little bit different than mine, but we we got some common ground going on, and and the main thing is we want to glorify Christ with our with our life. So yeah, and I mean, we still love each other, so it's all good. So it's all good. Oh, <laughs> uh, I will say just a little comment. This is something that I've been mm-hmm. wrestling with of late. So where we. All right, so if if investing is, you know, when you invest, you support the institution, obviously. I mean, that's kind of the whole idea. So when you when you purchase, do you also support the institution? I'm not saying we unpack this right now, but I'm just asking. Oh man, that no, that's this is something good. that that's real. The good. Lord's been working on me this year because um, I've never, honestly, I was listening to a preacher and he made a comment. And it just stuck with me. And I was like, man, I've never thought about that. So, yeah, when you invest, you support the institution investing in, you know, like Josh, you mentioned Delta and, and those companies and such. So yeah. when you purchase, do you also support that institution? <laughs> and the, the so crazy thing with, with that same with that same mentality, I do feel us as Christians, we are not as vigilant as a lot of. I wouldn't call them the opposite of Christians, but they definitely are atheists and, and of a, a more um, liberal mindset than than conservative. But they will, you know, take it to heart. And that's how cancel culture comes about so quickly, too, um, because they boom. You know, if you don't support us or like what happened to Chick-fil-A, I believe in the biblical definition of marriage. And then, boom, they come after them with all they've got, you know, trying to yeah. get them to shut down. They got New York saying, hey, you can't have a. Uh, you know, a restaurant here in our city and all that kind of stuff, all because of that, because they are pretty vigilant on the other side. Um, but, you know, you have somebody that cannot say the word Christian with Starbucks, yet every Christian I know has gone to Starbucks, you know, like even knowing yeah, that. Well, knowing and that's that, what got me thinking about it, you know, yeah. it's because it's like, well, someone made a comment to me, they're like, why don't shop at Target? And I was like, why not? And they said, well, they did the gender thing or whatever. And I was like, man, I didn't even know they were doing that. And so it's just an inch. Yeah. It kind of got the wheels turning, you know, yeah. and I was, and I, I really even and, haven't and, dug into scripture about it, but it might be more of the mindset that about. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know whether it's because we're inherently more lazy or if it's, you know, I, I like to think it's this world is not my home, but you know, so, so, you know, we just kind of, it's not that important kind of thing. But then again, you're still, you know, you've got your own mission for Christ, you know, and so I want to support it. And that, that's one of the main problems I have with Starbucks. But even then, like, 
in a pinch or in an airport or something, I'll find yeah. myself a Starbucks. Even knowing that they are not on my same side, they don't necessarily have to be, but um, we have we have been at odds with regards to, to certain cultural things and, and religious things. So I, I'm, I, I think that's something worth exploring at a future date, Patrick. It It is because uh, you do what you do support with your dollar um, is, in fact, supporting it, whether you like it or not, you know? Yeah, it's a good it's a good question. Yeah, like Which, I said, I'm Patrick's like running next week. He's 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 on the dock. I mean, yeah, like, I guess we might have a little preview. Put your foot in your mouth, and now you know, you go ahead. And y'all, <laughs> y'all think on that. And dig in, dig into the word on it, and, and we'll see what we, we do. We can. I mean, tackle it, that, and that next it, week. It, it all goes like I'm all about small business, and I want to help you out, and I want to help all these small businesses out. Yeah, but I also want to click the button on my Amazon. Mm-hmm. So there's that, and so then I don't like you know what I'm saying. Like I can easily go and do it here. No, nope, I click the button, and it's coming, and because that's easier for me. But anyway, man, I'm in agreement. There would be like an awesome uh, man. We're, I'm rabbit trailing, but there'd be an awesome app. Or it may even exist where you could say fast food. What's 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 biblically aligned? All right, Chick Fil A, whatever. All right, um, like anything, any companies, and it basically it lists these companies with good standing faith, like home goods stores. Oh, okay, go to this place, this place, this place, and this place. My pillow, get my pillow. <laughs> I don't even know if that it's probably pointless, but to people that are that engulfed in it, maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah, In and Out Burger. Yep, they got they got scripture on there on there. On Cookout the anyway. Anyway, yeah, yeah, Dead yeah. So anyway, um, Whole Foods. Well, anyway, um, Hobby Lobby. So uh, <laughs> time for jokes, guys. We've got a few submissions this week, uh, which I'm pretty happy about. And so um, Cheyenne out of uh, Carrie sent in a submission, which is awesome. And just by doing that, her and um, Stephen from Wilmington, those are our two winners here tonight. But she got us with the. Um, what do you get from an invisible cow? Evaporated milk. Good stuff. Rainy. Our ever-trusting yeah. trust, Rainy. Do y'all know what has two legs but can't walk? A pair of pants. A pair of pants. A pair of pants. Yeah. Uh, I looked at the email. I cheated. <laughs> Look at the email. Man, oh right. man! Sorry. Yeah, come on, come on! <laughs> I just—you left it out there too long. Yep. Hey, did, did is Jacobs was last week or is that? No, Jacobs is—he didn't put one in for this week. Okay. Sorry. Come on, Jacob. Nope. Can't win if you don't play. J podcast. Yeah, which actually is what they were saying at the gas station when they're buying lottery tickets too. You can't win if you don't play. But this is, <laughs> this is different. This is different. <laughs> Now we're really going somewhere. Josh, Josh got his little old motto system going here. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And Stephen from Wilmington, he, he he threw in two. Do you know how to get a country girl's attention? A tractor. Uh, a tractor. And um, why did the man fall down the well? That would be because he couldn't see that well. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I really like that one. That was good. Yeah. I, was, I was like, I'm gonna say the delivery later on this week because he could see that well. 
He couldn't see that well. Oh, man. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for obliging me on the uh, humor me, if you would, on this uh, dad jokes. Um, I do enjoy them. Get a good chuckle. It's a nice little lighthearted, especially when you get in deep in discussion, you you end it with a lighthearted uh, because he couldn't see that well. Anyway, uh, I do appreciate it. Um, got some got some prizes going out to those guys. I do appreciate Get in your dad jokes to speak as you're moved at gmail.com or message us on Facebook and Instagram, speak as you're moved. We are not on Twitter. Just so you know, we're not on Twitter. Someone ask you? <laughs> no, but I was just <laughs> – I don't support Twitter. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha, you know, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Like you support where you put, put your time and your, you know, you sell your ad dollars. Okay? Gotcha, gotcha. So, we don't support Twitter. Yep. I, th- I thought about canceling my Facebook, okay? But, uh, yeah, join the movement. Hey, plug, really, <laughs> but, well, not really. But, I was just saying, but, but my mom couldn't see my kids grow up near as good, so we're going to keep it around. But anyway, go ahead, Matt. No, uh, movie to watch, Social Dilemma. Netflix, which may, may not support Netflix, so that's a, another problem. Ooh, I mean, Patrick had a conversation about that, yeah, which did I didn't you realize. Not hear about cuties. Yes, I didn't realize cuties? that. It's and it, you still send them money every month. I don't send them money. I just watch mm-hmm. it from someone. <laughs> Maybe the oh, so you still it's, wait? It's a family account. <laughs> we, we 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 need to explore that as well. Like, yeah, how much pirating? To where? I mean, I know it's an individual thing, but uh, are you okay being on somebody else's account? Um, you know, how many people can be on that account before you feel bad about it? You know, that's a good one too. If you find it online and there's like 200 people on it, do you feel bad? Anyway, no. um, something to explore. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 200 people. That's crazy. I don't know. But nonetheless, yeah, that, that's cheating. That's do, cheating. Do, does Derek, does, do, and you all have Netflix? Yeah. Negative. I mean, I, I, I might have Netflix, but you know. Okay, well, Social Dilemma is pretty interesting. That, that's a I good. Think my wife, I think my wife has Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I stumble downstairs and it's on. <laughs> what happened? What happened? Uh, like, I, I think... don't have a TV. My wife does. I grew up without a TV. I think it's a family yeah. account with Netflix. Nonetheless, I'm just saying yeah. we've ran too long. It's very thought provoking. Yeah, about that movie. Yeah. I mean, documentary about social media. Yeah. <sighs> the devil, plain and simple. It's, yep. Yeah, it's interesting. Except, except Instagram can be can be okay. So, so. Oh, excuse me. Mm, but anyway, I've enjoyed it, guys. Yeah, Thank buddy. y'all, our listeners out there. Thanks for uh, for joining us for uh, Lay Up for Yourselves Part Two. Um, I've enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, write us in if you want any more information about Roth IRAs or get in touch with Derek's wife. <laughs> to financial plan or if you've got a topic or something that we need to explore find an answer to one of life's questions um, speak as you're moved at gmail.com but uh, I do appreciate everybody's time tonight and uh, I guess there'll be nothing else we'll go ahead and, and close the radio program down I, I hear I hear the commercial music coming in the background um, as they say on the radio land, but uh, let's let's depart in prayer and uh, meet next week at uh, eight thirty, same time, same place. So, Derek, would you uh, close her down? Dear Heavenly Father, we are thankful tonight. I am thankful tonight that you have given us this day, given us safety and health, and given us a family. That is safe and healthy. We just pray that 
will be with those who are struggling tonight, who may not be healthy, who may not be safe. Um, I pray that anybody who's listening to these words, that they could, they could take these words to heart, maybe, cause them to think about their, their life and think about their need of you. You say you would do anything that was said tonight. Hope that it was done to your glory. We pray that you would uh, plant the seeds where you see fit. And just help us to be your people. We know you will be the God. Just guide you and direct us and help us to be a blessing to those we meet every day. All we ask your name. Amen. 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 Sorry about running all over. We'll okay. do better. There's the microphone. Adios. See y'all later. See you next week. Have a good night. Yes, sir. All right. Night. Night.